So long story short, I got into research partly because I didn't really want to just be the person that was making things. I wanted to be the person that was designing and creating the things that were going to help people. And I really wanted to be the person who was helping communities and helping people, especially as I went, continued on my journey and I became more involved in my own neurodivergent and disability communities. I wanted to do work that was actually going to help them and support them in the ways that they wanted to be helped and support and not in the ways that other people thought they should be. Particular anger that people unleash when you tell them that you like BTS is, it's again, it's, it's so baffling. Yeah. I genuinely can't put my finger on why it is that intense and that just out of the blue. Yeah, Because there's some people I've told that I like BTS and then they have a very adverse reaction where they're like, oh, are you crazy? Or like, why do you like them? It's like that disgust. And oh my God, I don't know what to do with it, Kate. There's something to be said for having a really quality, meaningful counterattack. And I do also think that there are ways for us to combat this without academic publications. One of the great things about doing work as a member researcher and like this podcast is an example of this is we can get the word out and we have the means and the resources to educate and spread the word and create these other avenues of telling these stories and so that's also part of the exciting thing about being a member researcher and being in a space we can do these other things that don't who cares if they have academic clout, but they have meaning to the community, which is also something that the other researchers often lack is they don't turn it around and give the work back to the community like they should be doing. Mm -hmm.